up, y'all? Welcome to Bella Talks, where we talk about everything, and that's on everything, okay? From self-development to confidence to spirituality to energetics. We are so happy that you guys decided to press play today and listen to this episode. We're so grateful, so thank you for that. Now, in this episode, we have a wonderful guest. Fun fact, this is our second time recording this. I'm just going to add that in there. And he has been so patient to come back (laughs) and record this. And he is a vital energy in the wellness community. We have Sadiq, everybody. Uh-oh, so happy to be here. So happy to be here, man. I'm so excited. I'm glad we could do this a second time. Yes. Come on now. Look, second time's a charm, right? Yeah, right. Okay, so Sadiq, why don't you tell us more about yourself and how you got into the wellness and fitness space? Well, first off, it's about spirituality, energy. I want to start off by saying I'm a Virgo. Um, Period. A September Virgo at that. So, you know, we one of the best. But um, uh, exercise and fitness has always been a passion of mine. From I started off um, taking out some of the chubby kids in dodgeball. And from there, I knew I had a skill set that I could capitalize on. And um, no, this is this is serious. I right? love that. Yeah. One of my favorite subjects was uh, lunch. And I would do my best in that <laughs> subject to always enjoy myself. So I always knew that I was going to have to deal with nutrition, diet. And then um, being a Division One athlete at DePaul University, I had to stay in a gym and stay exercising anywhere from six to seven days a week. So it was a lot of pressure on us. Okay. So what would you say are the main goals for you as an instructor when you get into these spaces with your clients or your one-on-one? Clients? To make sure that someone doesn't hurt themselves. Okay. Everyone is so excited by the time they come to our classes. You were at one of the classes. We bring out hundreds of people. Even in personal training, a person has run through the idea of working with a fitness professional so many times in their head that their their level of excitement, they have aspirations, they have goals, they have a wedding coming up. They don't want to be on this medicine anymore. So they are gung-ho, ready to go. And my job is to make sure that their level of excitement doesn't um, doesn't supersede their fitness level and they get injured. Because that's the thing that can stop someone. If you lose one pound, you can go the next week and lose two pounds. If you gain one pound, you can go the next week and lose a pound. But if you hurt your knee, if you hurt your Achilles tendon, if you hurt your lower back, if you hurt your shoulder, then it's nothing that we can do from an exercise standpoint. Mm. So you know me. I like to talk about the bridge between the spiritual and the physical. Come on, How important that connection is, Very, very important. And eating healthier. And one of the things that I talk about is survival mode. Mm. And how a lot of the times the reason why it's so hard for people to work out, get in the gym, is because that that feeling of survival. They're working too much or they're working a lot. There's no time. There's not a lot of, um, they don't have the energy. I wrote a list of some of the things that survival mode is connected to. So I have sleep. We wow. talked about that before. Yes, sleep. We did. we did. Food. Exercise. Detoxification. Mm. And then we also have Relaxation. Because a lot of us who are in survival mode have a hard time relaxing. Wow. And then the last one is supplement support. Mm. So as we talk about sleep and survival mode, why would you say it's important for people to get sleep if they're trying to start their wellness journey? Well, your results can only take place when you sleep. So um, that's one of the things that a lot of people don't know. If you're trying to get stronger, if you're trying to get faster, if you're trying to lose weight, none of those things can happen while you're actually awake. The body has to be completely at rest for it to attain its results. This is why when someone goes under surgery and a surgery becomes more serious, then they will put you to sleep. Mm -hmm. 
they will make sure you cannot be awake because the body has something some natural things where it fights against itself right mm-hmm. so we are in survival mode we're we're human beings right so we're we're existing on this plane and and in our existence it means that we have to eat that we have to try to project ourselves forward that we have to fight these are a lot of things that come in us that they're innate you don't have to teach a kid to run it's something that they're going to naturally develop Right. So we're always trying to survive in some form or fashion. But what happens is, is that now that you want to be a healthier version of yourself, you have to not be in that natural mind state. And you can only not be in a natural mind state while you're sleeping. Love that. So don't sleep on me. Don't sleep. Okay. don't rest. One of the things that I became aware of and I think a lot of the problems people have is they're not aware of these things right Mm -hmm. one thing I learned is when I was in a narcissistic abusive relationship in that relationship I was not able to go to sleep okay I had so much stress so much anxiety because I was in a relationship where I was always walking on eggshells Mm -hmm. and then coming out of that relationship I like it got worse like I was going to bed at three o'clock in the morning then I had to wake up at seven so I was only getting four hours of sleep. So that's why when we talk about sleep, we really have to pay attention to the things that we have experienced in our lives and then get curious about those things. What would you say are ways for people to get better sleep? Um, well, we, well, we're existing in, in, in a world where everything is blue light. So um, not playing with your phone, scrolling, uh, scrolling mm. within one to two hours before you're going to go to sleep, mm. not take, taking um, uh, energy drinks after three o'clock or coffee after three o'clock because that caffeine is still in your system. So trying to get those drinks, if, you, if you're one of those people that take those drinks, try to drink them earlier in the day, um, putting a uh, uh, black curtains in your bedroom. So a lot of times you don't realize how much light actually comes into your bedroom and where we're supposed to sleep in the dark. And if you know anything about uh, fresh fruit, uh, produce, vegetables, um, even a baby, everything that grows has to grow in the dark. So if you are growing spiritually, if you are growing financially, if you are growing physically, becoming stronger, then you need a dark area to really rest in. Hey, we're going to jump into food. And I'm a footworker. Go oh, ahead. Okay. <laughs> We're going to jump into food. So we, we all love food, right? I love it. But it's a clear indicator that a lot of us are not connected in a healthy way with food. Yeah, abusive right? relationships. Right. And what we have to understand is food affects our moods, right? Yes. It affects our mental health. Yes. And it could either be a natural medicine or it could be poison for us. Come on now. Okay. So why do you think we need to be more intentional with the food that we eat? Because we want to live. Because mm. we want to exist. So we're here as fuel. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we live in a world, even, you know, even from a spiritual standpoint, when you think about the Bible and I tell a person it starts in a garden. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it starts in a garden. Everything that exists around us is about actually consuming. Right. So you don't need to teach a child that it needs milk from its mother. It's naturally going to cling on and going to keep trying to get that milk to come out of his mother, even though it's never even seen anything that exists like this. But it has a natural yearning for that. So food is a part of our lives. But what happens is. The relationship turns toxic very, very early. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, uh, we have you have the situation where you're eating foods that disagree with your body. Right. So you're eating foods to comfort you when you're lonely. You're eating foods to celebrate when you're happy. You're you know, you're using foods for every major holiday. You using foods for every major achievement. I read a book. So now the teacher is going to give me a pizza. So, you know, we uh, we start this this book program. I, I was actually reading to get free pizza. And um and I and I thought I was the man. I'm like I'm reading all of these books, right. and then I'm grown and I'm wondering why I'm addicted to pizza. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, I'm not addicted to books. I just want the pizza, and right. I can just get the pizza without reading. That program set. Yeah. What are ways that you would say 
that you can lose weight when it comes to eating healthy and food? You have to you have to actually stop eating altogether. As crazy as this may sound, we all heard the word fasting, but what happens is is that you stop consuming any food. And then once you stop consuming food, then you'll realize what unhealthy addiction you have to food. Mm -hmm. And I tell a person, we're still on a spiritual plane, Mm -hmm. but you can't control what comes out of your mouth if you can't control what goes into your mouth. Mm -hmm. So when you want to develop a level of self-discipline, then you have to deny what is natural, and then that will push you into a supernatural state. Oh, okay. (laughs) Come on, preacher. We try. Okay, so I think we talked about this before, but like in my book... Go get it on Amazon. Don't hate on the goddess. You could be a goddess too. Shameless copy. plug. I got my copy. <laughs> in the first chapter, I talk about healing your gut, right? Mm. And in order for you to heal your gut, you have to be aware of the things that your body is responding to. So if you're eating something or consuming food and your body or your body starts, you start getting these pains in your abdomen or you start mm. feeling nauseous, Come on. but you ignore it, you're not connecting with your body. You're not trusting your body to tell you what you need and what you don't need. Come on now. You open up your awareness, then you begin to have healthier routines, a healthier mindset, healthier choices for yourself, but then you have to be really intentional about the foods that you decide to consume. You're you're speaking on decisions and um and you we've all heard the term, man, I got a I got a real gut feeling about this. Mm, yep. You know, sometimes that's just indigestion, you know what I mean? Right, so but yes. if you clean your gut, if you detox, he's giving I want you guys to really tune in because because what what's happening is we're getting a lot of jewels from this from this lady, okay? So she's talking about detoxing your body. She's talking about going to sleep. She's talking about making yourself more intentional about what you consume. And then what this does is this spills over into other decisions in your life. Yep. Right? Relationship decisions. Yep. You know, whether it's a whether it's a um a friend. It could be a friend. It doesn't have to necessarily be romantic, but some of us are not just hanging on to old food, we're hanging on to old relationships. Woo! Speak so, on it. So all of these things work hand in hand. Okay. So, yeah. Now, is it different for men and women when it comes to food knowledge? Or well, well, I think it's. I think that we. I think that women are at a disadvantage in the sense that they don't understand that all meals at every single restaurant is designed for a male. Mm. So if a man and a woman go out to eat together and they order the exact same thing, what the waiter is going to bring out is the exact same plate. That plate is designed for a man, physically for a man's physique, for a man's body. More than it's designed for a woman. Mm-hmm. So a woman will say, well, I'm having a harder time losing weight than my husband. Your husband is 6'5", and you're 5'2", and y'all eating the same thing. That's why you're having a harder time losing mm-hmm. weight than your husband. The reason why I ask that is because I became aware this year of fibroids and PCOS in mm. black women and women, but really in black women. And what I've noticed is a lot of us will try to lose weight, but we're not really paying attention to our bodies and what the, the specifics of what our body needs, right? True. So if True. you have fibroids and PCOS, you shouldn't be eating fried chicken every single day, processed foods, dairy, all types of things, mm. because it's not a weight problem. Those are actual gut problems, mm. right? So you're trying to lose your thighs, you're trying to lose arm weight when it's really just cleaning up your gut. Mm. You can't it's lose not- the thighs if you keep eating thighs. Thank you. That's a word. You gave us a word. Okay. <laughs> If you if you want to wear the two piece, don't order the three piece. Okay, I got there we you. Go. Hey. Now moving on to the next thing, which is exercise. So I noticed a lot of people who exercise or dance, they're happier people. Mm. That's a fun fact. Come on. So if you feel like you're upset at the world, maybe move that body. Yeah, come on now. Okay, so what would you say is um, the best time to exercise? 
the best time to exercise is when you can exercise. Ooh, so okay, that was so, a trick question. Yeah, so that is the best best time. So um, when you talk about fat burning, I'll tell a person um, if you're listening to listening to I got this right here, and you move your dinner time up, and you finish dinner around six o'clock, and you're trying to detox the body, and then you go and get a full night's rest, and then you wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Your stomach is completely depleted of any carbohydrates, any protein. So the only thing your body is holding on to at that point is fats. So if that is your life and you do an exercise routine the first thing in the morning, then your body is going to burn fat to a higher degree than it would in the afternoon. Mm. That does not mean that you shouldn't work out in the afternoon. I'm just giving you the science behind fat burning. Right. So, but um, I think that if you are someone and you are free at one o'clock, then work out at one o'clock. If you're free at ten o'clock, work out at ten o'clock. We got we got uh you that dances right before bed, you okay. know. Yeah, hey, but we still haven't had that dance off yet. You've been ducking the smoke? No. Okay. I don't okay. got time. Okay. Um, make time. Make time. <laughs> okay, so does any of your workout focus on trauma healing or emotional releasing? Yeah, when I when we pulled out the gloves that day. It was some stuff oh, that yeah, yeah, we pulled out them boxing gloves. I didn't even know it was some stuff in you, but it came out when you started swinging. I was uncomfortable. I'm being right. honest. I want to talk about it. Right. Yeah, I was a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, and the reason why I say that is because a lot of people don't realize that trauma is energy, right? Ener- trauma True. is energy that's stored in the body. Yes. They don't exercise. They don't dance. They yeah. don't move around. Yes. So that's just a bunch of trauma just stored in your body. Absolutely. And and and, and when we think about the when we think about an animal kingdom, the animal that stores the most are the fat animals. They're the mm, pigs. They're yeah, the, the so yeah, 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 we don't want to just you don't want to just store that energy. You want to use that energy. That's why we start off saying that 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 food is fuel. You use that energy and you expel it th- with exercise. So Okay. Yeah. So relaxation. Oh yeah. Everybody's not relaxing. No. Everybody's stressed, yes. right? People aren't spending time in nature. People aren't sleeping. Mm. Okay. So how do you help your clients with relaxing and their, uh, their self-esteem, because a lot of the time the reason why people feel like they can't relax is something in their life they feel like an opportunity hasn't come, right? Mm. Feelings of confidence that we talk yes. about. So how yes. do you help your clients relax even with working out? Well, you have to understand, and, and you actually know, but what happens is that when you start to exercise, you are releasing a burden. You mm-hmm. cannot focus on whatever problem existed while you are trying to catch your breath. So everything starts to escape you. And then you focus on what's at hand. You have a heavy weight in your hand. So you can't think about what took place uh, two days ago at work because guess what's going to happen? You're going to drop that dumbbell on your head. So the one of the ways I get my clients to relax is to by focusing on the task at hand. And that's why we constantly challenge. We constantly challenge each other with every workout to be a better version of themselves. Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're uptight, you're uptight for a reason. You are holding on to something that happened that most likely you don't have any control over the outcome anyway. But you do have some control over what's going to happen on the treadmill. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. So I don't know if you remember in our last, the first one that we recorded, we were talking about communities, mm. under-resourced communities, and how when you when you go in an under-resourced community, you see a lot of fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of whole food, mm-hmm. fresh markets, right? Yeah. And that results into a lot of angry people because it's just people who, Coming home from work, right? Mm-hmm. They're stressed. They had a long day. They don't. They don't feel like cooking, mm-hmm. right? They don't have what is it called? Blue Apron to order food All and stuff that. to their house. They All don't have that. the money because mm-hmm. they're trying to provide for their families. So, how do we, as a collective, as fitness instructors, how mm-hmm. do we cultivate more resources and bring solutions 
for a healthier lifestyle, healthier community, so that we can focus more on other things. Well, well, we'll start off and keep it simple. Desire feeds the will, right? Mm-hmm. So, also in 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 impoverished communities, you still can find you know an expensive car lot. You know, with cars also that people can't afford. Or you might still find a Starbucks. One of the Starbucks that generates the most money in Chicago is on the south side um, off of Stony Island. Mm-hmm. So that is a extremely high-end coffee. So why is that Starbucks doing better than the Speedway right across the street? Well, it's because desire feeds the will. So as we start to desire healthier options, then healthier options will present themselves in our community because then we'll be able to put pressure on politicians. And those politicians will know that if they don't come with a grocery store, then they won't get reelected. And then that then it'll trickle down to the children. So the first rule of parenting is modeling. You want your kid to be healthy, but you yourself isn't you're not exercising every single day. So 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 we need to desire better things, healthier things, things that will breed longevity. John ten ten says that he came that we may have a life and have life in abundance, but how do you expect to have abundance of life if you don't have an abundance of fruit and abundance of vegetables, uh, abundance of access to walkways? So all these things go hand in hand. You preaching. I'm trying. And I'm listening. Yeah, I'm here. I'm taking it all in. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about, we talked about detox, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's the, well, well, I feel like it's the mindset people have about all of these things, right? Around sleep, around food, around exercise. It's like an end-all goal. And I feel like that's kind of disempowering instead of it looking, looking at it as a opportunity or you deserve wellness, right? So yeah. we were talking about detoxing our bodies. Could you go more in depth about in the spiritual aspect, when it comes to connecting the mind, heart, and the body, why is it important for us to detox our bodies? And how often should we detox? Okay. Um, I'm going to simplify it. You have a major surgery that comes up. You go to the doctor. The doctor informs you that you're going to have to take 24 hours and not consume anything while I will not perform this surgery on you. Why? Because anything that you eat, anything that you eat, while that doctor is performing that surgery, it will get in the way of him operating on you. And what's what's in the physical also takes place in the spiritual. So in the spiritual realm, you have to understand that you cannot go where you need to go if you are holding on to old things. Mm -hmm. It can be food. It can be habits. But you've seen a spaceship and the higher and higher it goes, the lighter and lighter it gets. So you want to be exalted. So the only way you can go to a higher level in your spiritual realm is letting go some of the old things in your physical. That's why foods that are natural you have to keep either really you got to keep them in a certain temperature. So they're in a warm temperature. They're in a and they're in a um, room temperature. But the foods that are dead are usually in the aisles and they can exist for a long time. So as you're grocery shopping and it's time to detox, you should know that you can't walk down any of the aisles in the grocery store because that food can stay on that shelf for two, three, four, five years. Whereas the produce and the vegetables, they can only exist in that store for a week at the most. Mm. So. That's what detoxing is about. It's about letting go old things, old habits, old foods, just releasing everything from your body. And that's why you can see a person that's detoxing. You can see that you can't get them angry. Mm-hmm. Why? They're, they're focusing on something else. You can't really gossip with the person. You're like, hey, man, I'm detoxing right now. I'm really trying to cleanse myself of a lot of things. So Right. And ain't not full of shit. Yeah. Uh, preach. Preach. <laughs> preach. One thing I saw Khalees said, she said, you could tell me what you eat and I can tell you about yourself. Mm. There's just so much that you can, um, and it's like you said earlier, like relationships, you can look at somebody, you can ask them questions about their diet, if they sleep, if they detox, and you can probably personify 
this person based yes. on if they detox and if they cleanse their body. Yeah, yeah. You go into you, you know what I mean. You you know when you go into a conscious community or somebody becomes conscious, then what's one of the first things they do? Oh, I don't eat that anymore, sister. Mm-hmm. I don't eat that anymore, queen, because mm-hmm. they they're saying that I'm making a different type of decision, not just for my personal life, but also for my diet. Right. So yeah. So when you yeah, that, that's the the higher you get, the more elevated. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. I was trying to really work on being a vegetarian, but I kept eating animal crackers. And you felt that I was a it was a little bit of hypocrisy going on there, but yeah, it's about making. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Why do you play so much? I just be, we just be sharing, we just be sharing what we go through, right, yeah, right? Right. So, so yeah, so it's all about making a healthier decision for your longevity. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Get it out. Get it out. Um, yeah, but you know, it's it's so true because, and then I also realized the more I detox, like, okay, so what I've cultivated in my life is every morning. Mm-hmm. Before I do anything, I drink celery juice. Mm. The moment you take control over your mind, because that's really all it is. It's, it's a, a mindset. It's a, it's a mental battle. Yeah. It's a mental battle. And trust me, last night, I was like, man, I could eat. I could just eat like a couple couple bags of chips or whatever. You know, it's 7 o'clock. I Come got on. time. I'm like, yeah. nah, because I'm thinking about the next day. Mm. And you have, to actually, you have to prepare yourself for the next day. How do I want to be? And I thought about this podcast. Do I want to be groggy? Do I want to be here tired, sleepy, and stuff? You considered it. I don't. I don't want option. that. Right. So it's, it's really self care is wealth care. Mm, you okay? saying something? Community wellness, and I always say like, if we want to help our community become well, we have to start taking care of ourselves. It start with ourselves first. Yes. Right. We can't help everybody else if we're not helping ourselves. It's true. And you you touched on something because you said it was a mind thing. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, and, and you know, we just we gotta we gotta use scripture to make this point on the health. Yes. So we know that we were were not with flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but we're talking about principles, mm-hmm. and and they sitting in a high place, and the highest place that exists on us is our mind. Come on. But if you remember, the mind sits on a bed of water. Mm. Water is mentioned in the Bible over seven hundred and seventy six times, and most miracles are performed around water. So she gave y'all another jewel when she said, "Hey, she can look in someone's eyes and see they're not." Drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So and my we, hypnotherapist was telling me how my eyes were sparkling. Like the last couple of sessions, your mm-hmm. eyes are sparkling. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's telling me I'm doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. And the last thing I want to talk about are supplements because a lot of people don't recognize if you don't have the right supplements mm-hmm. or vitamins to put into your body, especially right now with, with the sun being gone, you don't have vitamin D. Can you you know speak about a little bit about supplements? The word supplement means to supply something that's natural. Mm. So, so what happens is, is all of us, all of us fall under a victim. And she mentioned the sun. We fall on, we are, we are falling under a victimhood in the sense that we do not live in a world where we are getting everything that we need. Mm-hmm. So those supplements come in hand when you're trying to increase your zinc, your vitamin D, your vitamin C, all of these things, your sea moss. These are things that you are not naturally getting. So you have to be intentional. We're going back to the beginning of the interview. You have to be intentional with what you put in your body and you know that if you are cramping up, you know that if you're not getting enough sleep, you know that if you're not eating enough red fruits or you're not eating enough purple fruits, you know if you're not doing these things, you are someone that needs a supplement. And that's that's most of us. Yes. Well, this comes to the end of the podcast episode on community wellness and how to be healthy because health is wealth. Sadiq, thank you so much for coming on to Bella Talks. I'm so grateful that we were able to do this. A second time. Yeah, right. Okay, thank, you time for, to charm. thank you for having me. I really appreciate being a guest. Of course. And where can people follow you or get in touch with you or, you know, attend any of your classes or you have anything coming up? Any social media. Chicago Fit, the number four life. Chicago Fit, 
the number for a life. You can Google it. You'll see our Facebook page. We have countless interviews. We're featured on WGN, featured on Fox News, ABC News, countless interviews that we've been doing, even some of our international interviews. We did a workout class in, in the UK. Period. In London. Yeah, yeah. So we um we rocked them over there, those bloats. So, but um, all of the classes, all of that information is online, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, all that. Hey, hey, and don't forget, y'all, me and Sadie got some stuff coming for y'all soon in the future. Come on. Okay, we have some wellness events. Well, he's he's coming on board to collaborate with me for a wellness event. Jumping down. Okay, and we gonna we got a lot of stuff coming for y'all, so stay tuned. Thank you again, Sadiq, and make sure you guys go follow him and keep in touch and support him. And that's Bella Talks, where we talk about everything, and that's on everything. Out. Peace.